Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons, and joined in studio co-host today, Randy, the Sultan of Success, Angston. Good day, sir. Good day. Good day. How are you? I'm good, man. Cranking and uh, shaking and baking. Yeah, making moves. <laughs> All right, good podcast today. We're going to get right into it. Well, the first thing I would tell you is if anybody listening is interested in the things that we're going to be talking about on the podcast, book a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. That's the book a call with you, Randy. Mm-hmm. And there's a little form that you fill out and then we get on a call and talk about it. Yeah, we'll dive into your business, take a look and uh, see if there's any areas we can shine some light on and optimize your performance. Optimize. Yeah, it's making more money. <laughs> that works. For business owners. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for anybody really. Yeah. So today's episode really stems from the last two calls back to back that we had. And it really comes down to short-term versus long-term marketing strategies, how to continue mm-hmm. to get people in your business. So what we see a lot of times is a lot of short-term strategies. Yeah, more often than not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and short-term strategies is like a quick, what are we doing this month? Let's get some leads in, then move on next month. You don't know what you have going on, right? Sure, so you might change it. You might, depending on the marketplace, you might rerun it, right? But yeah. short-term. Short-term plays versus long-term plays. And actually, I was a guest on a podcast yesterday and we got into this a little bit. He asked me, like, what are the strategies to use? People are wondering what to do. And I was like, the point that I made on the podcast yesterday was about having multiple poles in the Mm -hmm. water versus just what are we doing today? And having a long-term strategy is as important as getting members today because a lot of people are flailing and they need clients today. And if it slows down in their business, they don't know what to do. So they shotgun the approach and they pushed it out. And I did a live about it yesterday as well. Nice. So mm-hmm. it really comes down to having both. And let's define a little bit about what a long-term strategy is versus a short-term strategy. I would say a long-term strategy is something possibly that could be evergreen mm-hmm. all year round, can continue to bring the unaware up to the aware and into the buyers. So as they increase up that triangle awareness, of awareness, awareness triangle, yeah they become buyers of your service. And so how do you do that versus short-term strategy would be pitching offers. Slap them in the face. Hit them with offers, Mm -hmm. buy my thing, direct response. Direct response, We've talked about it several times on this podcast. So really what we do, and just to kind of let everybody know, is we do something called content to clients. It's our strategy that we've coined the name and Mm -hmm. it works really, really well. It's done mostly with video Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons that we'll get into this, but it's done over the long term. And it educates your clientele in the, you know, in the marketplace about who you are and the services you provide and educates them and it gives and it provides value and they can get something out of that immediately. Yeah. And, and over time, they become buyers because maybe at the time they watched that first video, they weren't in pain enough or they were just beginning to start their search. And then you've hit them with a video and video five, video seven, video mm-hmm. 10. All of a sudden, hey, those guys are the experts. I need to go see them. 
Yeah, the one thing that like to elaborate on the difference between short term and long term, the awareness triangle and where the individual that you're speaking to is, right? The individual who responds to direct response marketing is usually somebody who's in a position to move, make that move. Mm-hmm. They've thought about it. They're aware. Um, they know that this is a solution for something that they're experiencing. Makes sense. More often than not, you're not hitting somebody in the face that's sitting in the couch that has no clue that fitness is the solution to their problem or their needs. They're not the one jumping off and taking action right away. Correct. But in a long-term play, that individual is kind of the one that you want to target first. You want to reach that large unaware and then allow the system to raise that awareness. So the individual that you're targeting in the beginning, I almost think are, are two completely different levels of awareness. You know, they're two individuals that don't have a ton of similarities in their interests necessarily or the things that they're reading and looking at. So right off the bat, brand awareness marketing, you can position in a, a much broader area mm-hmm. versus direct response where you're going right immediately to the most aware. Perfect. Perfect explanation. Well, I, I mentioned video. Okay. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned video when producing content, and that's really what we're talking about here is content to clients, our play, our strategy is the reason is most people, well, video is being digested at the highest rate ever, yes. right? YouTube's the second biggest search engine out there. They are all video mm-hmm. and people like watching video. Kids and, are watching video games of kids playing video or like watching other kids play video games. This blows my mind because like this is yeah. a new topic that's like. Could you imagine? All, yes, because these kids are, are around me. I'm seeing them now and I'm like. Yeah, I, 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 I can go into that a little bit. So my brother-in-law yeah. works for a huge gaming yep. company, huge, Blizzard Entertainment. It's World of Warcraft. He's been in, he worked for EA Sports and Microsoft. He's been in this world for a while. And we get to talking and he said, and it's very sad to say, kids watch other people play video games because it's too stressful for them to play it themselves. They feel better about somebody else succeeding as opposed to having to challenge themselves? Maybe. It's just, they just can't deal with it or something. And I don't, it's really kind of unfortunate because mm-hmm. the really unfortunate thing is why are you in the damn get outside and play play <laughs> yeah, football yeah. or baseball in the street and then go tackle each other out in the field that's what you should be yeah, doing. learn how to win in a real competitive environment uh, but that's too stressful for them to play the video games <laughs> themselves so video is the, the highly di- most digested content on the web and people watch it on their phones they watch it on the computer they watch it on in fact there's plenty of people that don't even have a cable television that are watching streaming videos on their yeah. On YouTube, on I, their TV. I haven't paid for, ca- for traditional cable television in probably seven years. Yeah, see, you're, you've kind of fit that. And yeah. you probably go on your TV and watch YouTube sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, YouTube, I'll, like I'll throw even music, right? I'll throw playlists on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Or Yeah, I mean, there's so many streaming services and things like that. Like the digital side yeah. is just all right there. Side note, my other brother-in-law sits at home and watches YouTube on the TV. Yeah, they, have a, they, have, a t- they have a TV service now, so YouTube Red. Yeah, okay, so the point is make video. And the reason I say video is because you can get a lot of information across in a video versus text mm-hmm. or a PDF, and you can get it out there to the masses. That's the one, one reason. The mm-hmm. other reason is because the tools that are available within the social media platforms allow you to know and put people into buckets that are actually watching your video. So not only are they watching it, now you know who they are because you put them into what's called a custom audience or a separate bucket of people that watch 50%, mm-hmm. 75%, 100% of your video. If they're doing that, if they're watching 100% of your video, means they're kind of interested in it. They've raised their hand. 
they virtually have raised their hand. Self-selected. And if you think about a custom audience as the new email contact list, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. So now we've got these custom audiences and now we can run marketing to just those people because they've identified themselves as interested in what you have to say. So how do you create content? That's the big question. Okay, so now, Tim, I understand we got to get some content out mm -hmm. there. We got to educate our audiences and we got to use video to do it. And we got to put it on social media and we've got to put these custom audiences, but I don't know what to do and I don't know how to create content. Mm -hmm. So I have a, when we get on calls, when a client does sign up with us as one of our content to client customers or clients, we go through an exercise and I just did it with one of our clients two days ago mm -hmm. and I get the whiteboard out and you, you see me, I, I'm like, I got my headset on and I'm like floating around and I'm, we're just jiving and I'm writing down stuff. And the questions I'm going to ask you as a client of ours, are gonna, I'm going to say, okay, if you were to take a person uh, and you draw a circle with a sad face on the left-hand side of the page and you draw a horizontal line and on the right side of the page, you got a happy face. So what are the things that you do in your business that get somebody from sad to happy? And then we start creating what's called pillars, sure. right? What are the things that you do in your business that get somebody the result that they're looking for? And so in the fitness business, in the brick and mortar, there's a lot of common things. Obviously, your training should be one of those pillars. The way you train your clients is the reason they get results. Mm -hmm. Maybe you offer nutrition. Because of your nutrition, people get results with you. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your environment. For us, it's therapy, muscle therapy. We do a lot of stuff on pain relief and management and, and therapy, post-workout therapy and, and in between. So those are the things that we do. So, okay, now you know what those core pillars are. Now you drill down and become into, let's just say we're talking about training. Mm -hmm. What do you do in your training? Is it functional? Is it bodybuilding? Is it in high intensity interval? High intensity, interval? sure, yeah. Those are a couple of the topics. And then you keep drilling down further and you say, okay, those are a couple of the, like what is functional training? So define it. What is functional strength training? Define mm -hmm. it. What is a functional training movement? The deadlift. Why is the deadlift important? That's a video on its own. Yeah. A squat, an overhead press. Do you guys do crunches and sit-ups or do, are you anti-crunches and sit-ups? What do you believe in? And why are the people getting results with you over your competitors? So you create a video and you explain it to people and you tell them in their terms and so they understand That's it. That's a big part. And a lot of gym owners and trainer dudes and girls, they get confused because they think everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. And I fall into this too when it comes to digital marketing. And I'm like, everybody should know that. And you're like, no, dude, that has, nobody knows that. Dude, okay. You just mentioned a pixel. What? What is that? <laughs> what, to you as the trainer or the gym owner, you know what functional training is. Mm -hmm. You know what high intensity interval is, training is. But the clients out there don't. And yeah. all of a sudden, it starts to make sense. When I start to get, have these little mini breakthroughs on these calls, like, oh, I get it now. I need to explain it to like the my masses. mom, my yeah, mom. We, yeah, I had this call, the same exact situation yesterday. I was, I was helping somebody with a, they were trying to understand how to develop a video about that content. And I always use the term, we're too close to the problem. There you right? go. That's we, exactly we are, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we're in the suck, right? We are, we're inundated with this. It's everything we think about, right? And our level of interest far exceeds your average individual walking through the door. So when we talk, it's always, it's uh, nine times out of 10, it's always the fitness side, right? Oh yeah. Somebody's breaking down the mechanics and the rotational and energy created through a, no, no, your marketplace wants to know how to look at naked. Yep. And it's really just the language you have to speak to. Great point. Yes. So the language, 
it, Russell Brunson says techno babble for his his sure. world. It doesn't make sense. So how do you put it in, in layman's terms for the masses? And really the conversations you want to have happen are, let's just say one of your videos is we train clients with injuries right here. So we scale up and down and that's kind mm-hmm. of one of our protocols. And you put a video out on that and how should you train through an injury? And then you talk about how, yes, we have clients that train through injuries here. Here's why and how we can do it. And then the conversations when people are watching that, like, I'm just going to say, oh my God, Marcy, look at this video. You have that shoulder injury. You were worried about training. You should go see those guys over at Joe's gym because they train people like you. Mm -hmm. Those are the kind, they share the video. But all of a sudden, Marcy looks at it and Marcy's looking, yeah, you know what? I can't, I didn't realize this. I guess I should go talk to those guys because I have the shoulder thing and I'm kind of feeling lazy right now. I didn't think I should work out. And all of a sudden, Joe's gym gets a new client because Marcy, yeah, it was shared to Marcy, whatever. So yep. engageable. It's got to be something that people can engage with. It's got to be perceived value. There's another term that we use quite often. Okay. And then, so people listening, or do you see the difference between Here's my 14-day offer, my fat loss inferno program versus training through an injury video. Those are two separate ends of the spectrum when it comes to marketing. What we're talking about today is long-term. Very clear when it comes to the call to action. Mm -hmm. At the end, like if you have a video ad for a direct offer, for an offer you've positioned in the marketplace, your call to action is take action now. Click here to learn more. Sign up now. Mm -hmm. It's pushing somebody into a purchase. When you were talking about value in delivering content to your marketplace, the objective there is to create the most engaging quality content that you can provide to your marketplace so that your audience wants to engage. First of all, view it. Watch the highest percentage of you that we can achieve. And then engage, right? Ask questions on the comments. Or shares are like gold, right? With organic content or even paid but for the premise of video views, because you're getting free views. And then exactly. if they share it to their audience and they're watching it, now they're going into your custom audience because it's all about that video. Per mm-hmm. particular video that you're using, the 50% of the, they watch 50%. No matter if you paid for it, they shared it, whatever, they're in your bucket now and mm-hmm. you can market to those people. And your call to action can represent that. It can be, hey, if you like the content that you saw, make sure you like you know, leave us a comment, or if there's somebody else that can benefit from this information, share it with them. Yep, that's the closeout. Yeah, nice, I'm clear call to action. Direct them to do the things that we're kind of hoping that they want to do. Yep. Yep. If your content matches, they're going to do that. Perfect. So that's what we're talking about today, and that's the long-term strategy. This is something you can do all year round. This is something that you should do all year round, but mm-hmm. not just throwing a video out there hoping for the best. You throw a video out there and you strategically create custom audiences and remarketing and all the stuff that goes behind that to generate the sale. Because we're not just doing this for free. We're, we're trying to engage and we're trying to bring the level of awareness to your marketplace, get it up that triangle and get them into the buying decision and then hit them with offers in the future. Yeah, exactly. We're bringing them to our ecosystem. It's our first point of contact with a lot of these individuals. We're showing them who we are, what makes us unique, why they should come to us versus the gym down the street. The more we use the term all the time, we all, Tim and I use this with clients to kind of explain the marketplace. It's like a bank account. Value based content is like a deposit into your bank account. We work with so many gym owners right now that are only doing direct response that can't get response, like individuals to take action because they're not doing anything than hitting their marketplace with offers, offers, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to exhaust your marketplace. We're in a brick and mortar business. 
at the end of, let's say you have 20,000 people to speak to. How many times are the same people going to see your offer? You're just exhausting them. They need to see something new. And it doesn't necessarily mean this, an offer positioned a different way. Yeah. It's not three weeks, it's now six yeah, weeks. Yeah, you know, think of this as like the relationship management of your business. You've got to provide some value. You've got to deposit into the marketplace that you're trying to receive value from. And content's the greatest way that you can do that. And you hear it all the time. People buy from those they know, like, like and trust. This is how you do it. We're telling you how to do it right now. <laughs> We're telling you yeah. how to do it. Now, there's some nuances on how to set up the campaigns and there's some nuances on how to create the videos and put the soap captions on there and branding and all that stuff as far as colors go. There's those things that go with this. But the overall concept, we're telling you exactly how to do it. And to give you a great example, and we might have mentioned this on a previous episode, that we ran this campaign head to head against a Mm -hmm. corporate marketing. So the end of the day, the offer was a 21 day program. Everybody's got those in their in their business. And what we did, this client had three locations. And so we did this in two of them. And she let the third one, she let the corporate run that one. Yep. And what corporate was doing was straight up direct response. What we did for her at the two locations was this play. We created content. We got together. We, we did the exercise and we got all these content videos out there and we created custom audiences. And then we ran the 21-day offer to the custom audiences. The numbers speak for themselves. Oh, yeah. It was... Between the two locations that we did, marketing for 52 sales plus some post campaign, the one that that corporate did got two. Two, yep. And and it's pretty cut and dry right there. That was our really our case study. I mean, think about it. Let's position her. Just like put yourself in a different situation. Imagine you're at an event and you walk in and the person on stage just goes, hey, buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. It's a great value and it might be something that you might be interested in, but it's, that's but, literally it. Yeah, you don't know that person. You don't. There's no rapport built. So now you have the same individual on stage, and they present to you three, four, five different topics relevant to the interest, the area that they're in, and the, a need of yours. And then at the end of that concept, that speech, then they present an offer. Which one are you more likely to take action on? Yeah. This individual just built a relate, like built a rapport. Content is building a relationship with your marketplace. And the more effective, the better you can get at communicating that, get uncomfortable on video, like get them out there. You have to just get over it. Mm -hmm. I think I'd say it's probably more valuable just to fumble through it and get them out there, start doing the process than it is to have it it perfect. Then not do it at all. Then not do it at all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because people, they do, they get stuck. It's fishing. Okay. If you have a pole in the water, you've got a much better chance at catching something than never putting a, you know, your lure in in the water. Yep. Like it's the only way it works. Yep. Yep. So there you have it. Short-term, <laughs> so, so going back to the short term, that's the long-term strategy. Mm-hmm. And this is something you should run all year because at every given month of the year, there's new people moving into your market. There's different levels of awareness. There's different pain that different people are feeling. And all of a sudden, and they start bubbling up. And then when it's time for them to make a decision, they're going to come see you over your competitor because you just gave them all the content, the value for the last four they or five months. They are ready to make the purchase. Yeah. Like some of the, we all wish that we could sit around and have the people coming in based on searching us out, but that's not the world that we live in. We have marketing for that reason. We're trying to position ourselves in, in front of prospects, in front of people that we think we can serve. The individuals in the long-term marketing play absolutely will walk into your facility when they are ready to purchase because you've built that relationship. Mm-hmm. Now you can be a little bit more strategic like we're talking about and build in a back end where you can position an offer based on the intelligent strategy you've just built. But regardless of whether or not you actually position that offer, you've built relationships 
So if that individual has that need, you have that over your competitors, no matter what, as long as they're not producing better content than you. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, nobody's doing it. And quite, yeah, there you go. Nobody's doing it. You can really position your gym up well above anybody that they can, he can't even catch up to you. If you start now, if you start, if you wanted us to do it for you, awesome. We can help you with that. But if you get out there now, you're going to beat your competitors because there's no way they're going to be able to catch up to you. If you've got 60, 70, 80 videos out there just floating around and they're evergreen, they're floating yeah. and they keep, they have these, their own little lives, right? You send them out and they float around the internet and then they kind of like go away. And then all of a sudden somebody makes a comment yep. and they pop back up Boom, and, right to viral. And there's ways to, to get them to pop back up, by the way, you can make an edit to it, or you can add a comment to it. And all of a sudden they pop back up to the top of the feed. And all of a sudden they're in the mix again. I think at any given time, you should have four, five, eight, 10 videos floating around into the, you know, we work with clients. We offer up to eight videos a month. Yep. Well, we can even do I mean, more. I mean, we absolutely can. But I mean, yeah. just like that's, Eight videos a month. That's a lot of good quality content that you're positioning in a marketplace. Yeah, pushing out twice a week, twice yeah. a week, twice a week. So, hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah, so content to clients, guys. If you want to hear more about it, just book a call with us at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. That'll get you a call with Randy and we can talk about the content to client strategy. Okay, now let's talk about short-term strategy because mm -hmm. not everybody can wait, all right? That's that's the honest truth. People are flailing and they need offers. So they need people in their gym. So how do you do it? You just push offers out. As mm -hmm. much as we say, like, you're only going to attract the people that are ready to buy now, the honest truth is there's some people ready to buy right now. Yeah, there might absolutely. be There might be some people out there right looking to buy. You slap them in the offer, timing's right, boom, you get them. So I feel that every gym should have an evergreen offer that their gym is known for. For us, it's a 14-day kickstart, $89. They get unlimited team training, which is our boot camp large group. And they also get four personal training sessions as well as a 14-day kind of kickoff meal plan. 89 bucks, easy, low entry, low risk. We call it a risk-free trial for a reason. There's no commitment. And the reason I feel that every gym should have a, an evergreen offer is tenfold. But number one, it's a system in your gym. If you're constantly changing duration of what your programs are on the front end, 14 days this month, seven days next month. Now we're doing a six week. Now they're 30 days. You don't know 
when you can convert those people, you can guess, you can say, all right, well, day 15 on the 30 day, we're going to have these conversations and I'm going to send out this email on day 10. And then hopefully we can catch these people before their last week and try to convert them. Then when you have an evergreen offer, you can create a system around touch points, day mm-hmm. one, day three, five, seven, 10, 13, 14, 15, 16, like all back to back. You can create text messages, you can create emails, you can create mandatory meetings in between, like touch, like check-ins. You can do, your team knows it, your marketing knows it, your internal strategy is all about it. You can create metrics around it. You know, after pushing 100 people into this, you know we're gonna get 80 people out. Mm-hmm. We, we know those things because- there's, it's consistent, there's consistency and it's a system. And that's that's something that you, we really should touch on, right? The system that's doing the work. It's not just the marketing effort, you know, hey, got it out there, got a lead, and then boom, cool, that's it. There's a system at play to help that conversion in-house. In-house conversion. In-house, not just yeah. to the trial, right? So now that trial's begun, now we have a in-house sales system that's going to help convert that client into a long-term member. Right. Another big aspect that there's, Unfortunately, there's just not a ton of that being done. We're teaching you right now. Listen, re- watch, the, listen to this. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, go to our YouTube channel yeah. and subscribe. You'll be subscriber number 27, maybe. <laughs> you can watch us. We're, we're kind of walking you through. We're not doing any drawing here if you're listening to this. Eventually, we'll start getting some, we have, sure a, we we have an easel and stuff and draw this stuff out. But that's a big reason. Another reason is your clients get to know that's the play. So there's Marcy thinking about training hey, my gym's got a 14-day thing. You should go do it. And this, that now all of a sudden your clients are selling it for you because they know it's known and maybe most of them started that way with you. Mm-hmm. And then as far as we go internally, we have a easy way for our clients to give away a 14-day free trial. So they we wipe the 89. We're not really concerned about the front end 89, but they're still in for the 14 days. They get the same things. They get the same nurture. Zach, who you met on a previous episode, he knows when he's meeting with mm-hmm. them. He's got his conversions uh, process down. He's got his front end. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful. system. It's beautiful. If you don't have this, do it. Hell, I can teach you how to do that too. I mean, it's just, I'm just telling you like, yeah, have to have an evergreen offer that's always available. That's a set time frame that you know in a box what this client's getting. Your team knows it. And we pick 14 days on purpose because we had years ago a 30-day. And our team is kind of all incentivized to convert clients. And we talk about, you know, in our meetings, I noticed personally that our, our coaches were losing interest around day 21. Interesting. Week three, week four, they're kind of the, the enthusiasm goes down. And what happens is the conversions drop off because the coaches aren't as engaged, which is sad to say, I'm just telling you, I think they just, you know, at 14 days, whether or not that client's going to join or not, they know if they're going to join or not. You don't need to drag it out any longer. Sure. Keep it short and sweet, 14, 15 days. I know a lot of clients do 15 days, but 14 days. And our coaches are still engaged. And they, if somebody's not going to join, so let's just figure this out. And you have a 30-day trial and they're, you know, like you have a conversation, they're not going to join it second week. You're still servicing them for 30 days. Yeah, right? you're kind of bummed. <laughs> you're kind of bummed. So your enthusiasm for that client, you're like, well, I'm just kind of wasting my time on this person. They're not going to join anyway. I'm going to give them kind of a crappy product and it just kind of ruins everything. And I think there's something to be said about the consistency of that standing offer for even non-members. Think about businesses that we have in our areas. Like there are standing offers from other businesses that I guarantee we would know right off the bat. If you drive past, you know what they're known for, 
right? Like, oh, they're the home of the $19 oil change. Or oh, yeah. you, like you, gotcha. just beco- you become that, that's your staple that you're known for, and people just become accustomed to it. That's a good so point. So when other people that maybe not have, you know, haven't experienced your services or things like that are in a conversation where personal training comes up, oh, I know Pulse Fitness has their $89 kickstart why don't you give that a try yeah yeah it's something that people can grab you claim it you own it people can grab that and it's now something that it has the potential of being used in conversation consistently perfect great so there's your evergreen okay that's not necessarily an offer i mean technically you can push that out we do it a lot with our remarketing it's on our website all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so but then what about those i need a burst of people for a challenge or this month just an influx of bodies yeah so that's kind of going back to the LBO or challenge model, which is fine. Happy to run those as well. We uh, Those are great when you have people are ready to buy now. So you can push out a great offer. And I think the reason those work is a couple. For us, we were always, when we first started ProFit, we almost created our own niche in yeah. this. Oh, yeah, we, we were running these sales funnels that were converting the clients or the prospects online. And the reason I felt like our programs did so well is because we call we we ended up coining the term bracketed program. It has a specific start date, a specific end date. You're going to get X amount of training sessions. You're going to get X, Y, and Z in a bucket. We're only taking X amount of people, and it's X amount of dollars. It's an all inclusive. It's a bra- it's bracketed in between mm-hmm. these two brackets, and this is what you get. And the reason I felt that that did well is because people can see that and they can say, "I can commit to this because it's this much money." This is the schedule. It starts on this day. I'm in town. Look, they're only taking 15 more people, which is marketing. I can do this. I better get in now. And all the marketing behind it and the urgency. Scarcity and urgency. Went around that thing. And yes, it generated. A lot. Millions of dollars. A lot of revenue. Millions for, of for dollars. a lot of facilities, sure. And that's why that works. So think about next time you're doing a bracketed program, LBO, a challenge, to make sure you're very clear on everything on the funnel in your marketing efforts to explain, because if you've got to remember the person looking at your copy and your funnel, they need to have these questions answered for them in the funnel. I wouldn't say try to sell it in the ad. Agreed. I think sell it in the funnel. They've moved from ad to funnel and or landing page or website, whatever you guys want to do. It's all there. It starts, it ends. It's this much money. This is the schedule I'm going to train on. Cause those are all the questions. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're essentially getting their objectives out of the way in a way that objections. You know, yeah, exactly. Did I say objectives? Yeah, objections, objections out of the way. Yep. So there's no reason they shouldn't buy from that funnel. Mm-hmm. That worked. And it we, works. It works so well. And, and we learned a lot when we did Absolutely. these funnels. We we use a heat mapping software that would actually record the user experience. So we were like looking over their shoulder. You could see their mouse. You could see where they clicked. You could see the the sections that they were scrolling in. And you could see where they stopped the scroll and where they spent the most time. Mm -hmm. It was on the frequently asked questions section. Yep. So all this stuff up here was cool. It got them to the frequently asked questions section, but they have a bunch of questions. Put a frequently asked questions section on every one of your funnels, no matter what it is. That way, because it's going to answer all their questions. Yeah. Where are you located? When is it starting? What's your schedule? What do you get with this? Can I do it? Give them a map. Tell them how to contact you. Tell them the next steps. I use the term, and I don't mean a derogatory. I just, it's the easiest way to kind of explain it. Your marketplace, consider it unintelligent in the fact that they only know the information you're going to present to them. I'm offended. Yeah, you, well, in this world, shocking. <laughs> but they're unintelligent to the fact that they don't, you can't expect that they're going to go research you 
or look into your 21 day challenge or go any further than the information you've presented to them. So if you have an offer, if you have a trial, if you have a voucher, whatever you're presenting to the marketplace, make sure that you're going a little bit deeper and understanding what they're going to be looking for in order for them to complete that purchase, especially if it's being done online. If we're removing that human element, like the way that we built those low barrier offers, there was nobody to speak to in that situation. Well, we did build in a live chat feature. So we did end up going a little bit further. But we tried to answer all those questions for the consumer up front so that they, the process, the ease of the sale was handled pretty easily. Right. Right. In an individual who did once in a while, we'd see that individual who needed a little bit more information. And then those were the ones that would reach out. But mm-hmm. if you didn't have a way for them to reach out, how are they reaching out to you? If you didn't make it known, a live chat feature where they could jump on and actually speak with a live individual, another amazing mm-hmm. tool that we were able to capitalize on. But ultimately, your marketplace only knows what you tell them. Right. And if you're not giving them the information on the type of training you want, they're going to be part, taking part in or how many sessions a week they can expect to be. It's great when we throw unlimited in there, but me, you know, Maybe I don't want to go seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I only come four? We put that right we into our in there. frequently asked questions. Hey, I'm not in shape. We talked about this. Do this. We talked about it in a previous the sales uh, conversation with Eric. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people aren't comfortable walking into a gym to train because they think they need to be co- be in shape to walk into a gym to train. Like crazy. It's mind blowing. But we understand the individual from the sales consultations and the things that we've had for so long that we've taken a lot of those objections, rewritten them in a way that the consumer has their questions answered Mm -hmm. in a way that allows them to move forward through the funnel and complete a purchase. Boom. There you have it. Short-term, mid-term, long-term strategies, not tactics, but strategies to continue to nurture and bring people into your business. What do you do when you have leads in your business and all all of a sudden they're gone? Or not gone, but they didn't buy. Okay. So what you're saying is they opted in at some point or Mm -hmm. they raised their hand and they either came in or didn't come in and they just didn't finish the purchase? Yeah. Let's say like either a sales funnel or they opted in for an ebook or somebody came into your ecosystem. How, how do we? Well, number one, you need to have a CRM, a CRM, customer relationship management software that you can automate and outreach and put people into segments and lists and buckets to continue to stay in front of them, nurture them for the long term. I can't tell you how many times people have been on our list that for years, and they finally, something triggered yeah. in their life and they decided to, to take action. It goes back to sales and sales 101, right? People buy not only when, from people like, like trust and respect and mm-hmm. things like that, but it's when the, it's appropriate buying decision for them. Mm-hmm. And so somebody might be interested in something that you've had to say right now, but that doesn't mean that they're interested in personal training right now. Yeah. So don't devalue that lead by just pitching it or not doing something with it. Continue to speak to this individual. Right. The, so our newsletters. Newsletters. Can I do something? Go ahead. Can I give away something? Yeah. Oh, give Can we see if, if we can help people with this process? Okay. I mean, there's, okay. A, there's a method to my, my madness here. Do it. Guys, if this is a area of your business you're struggling with, jump on a call. If we do have one of those breakthrough calls and we can get through and identify, okay, these are the needs of your business, I'm comfortable helping them out. We've got a couple versions of our 52 done-for-you yeah, newsletters. Okay. If it's all right with you, I'd love to just help them at least complete that one little process so that at least yeah. they have something to speak to. Yeah, that's totally now cool. you guys need some software and things like that, but we'll give you one of the, the versions of our 52 done for you newsletters, tailor them to your specific business, right? Make them yours and unique. But at the end of the day, you have 52, you have an email that'll go out to your list once a week. Yes. And if you're not doing that already, guys, that's huge. That's yep. huge. 
Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. I'll put it to you this way. We, with Leslie on our team and writing Katie, we, we have copywriters on our team that went and wrote wrote Every single one of 52 them. emails. Plus there's some bonus ones. There's probably 56. Yep. And they're, it's original content. It's all researched and referenced if if they've picked up they referenced the no, study, study or something like that where they got the information from it's all turnkey i've shown this to a lot of people like oh my gosh how much time did that take you guys and it took months to write all this stuff but we packaged it up and randy's gonna give it to you apparently yeah. he's gonna go well, ahead and give it away so at the end of the day i mean like tim mentions i do a lot of these calls and i work with a lot of business owners mm-hmm. and we identify holes in a lot of training businesses. The one thing that's become a really big eye-opener to me lately is just how few are actually nurturing the leads that are coming into their business. It's a gr- it, Once you have that lead, market, remarket, sell until that person's dead or tells you to, to screw off. Or but, unsubscribes. Or unsubscribes, right? Exactly. I got a great story about this. So I used to do sales here. I don't know if you know this oh, yeah, or not. No, yeah. He I, sold me by the, at one point. I got sold, my credit card as it, a member of I his did, I did. So I used to sell in here in the gym, memberships, and yep. training memberships and packages and whatever, you whatever you call it, training services. And I got a call one day and I would also answer the phone here too, <laughs> which is, we're taking it way back. I used to answer the phone and mop the floor and do all this other stuff. But I met with this, this individual calls. He's like, hey, I want to schedule an appointment. Cool. She, so he, oh, actually, no, no, he called and we got him booked. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and I have a consultation with him and I go through this whole spiel with him and we do the movement screening, get his goals, measurements, all that fun stuff. And he made sure to bring this to my attention. He goes, man, I've been on your guys' newsletter email list for two years. I was like, wow, man, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. He goes, I remember how I got on your list too. And he must be, he must have been a marketer, sure, I'm yeah. guessing. And he goes, yeah, it was around Cinco de Mayo. You guys pushed out a healthy salsa recipe. And for those of you who don't know, in Arizona, it's a very Hispanic area. And it's Cinco de Mayo is a party time. Out oh, here. Yeah. So we pushed out this, it's like seven different salsa recipes, one with mango and, you know, one with like super spicy one. And we put it together. I don't remember even where I got it, who put it together, whatever. I was a lead magnet. And we pushed mm-hmm. it out and he got on our list and he just started reading our stuff. He was training at another facility. And for two years, he would open our emails because I could see it in Infusionsoft and I would see, oh man, this guy's opening everything. So he's very engaged. We kept pushing out weekly stuff to him. He was reading them. Value-based. Yeah, I was pushing out value-based information to him. And then he finally, what happened was his trainer that he was training with moved. He moved out of town and he was in the market for training. He goes, you guys, you guys email me every single week for two years. Here I am, sign up obviously in our unlimited package, obviously thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars but it came from a lead from a, from a lead, lead magnet. magnet and he was on our list for two years it says something about when the, the buying decision is right for the client there you it's, go you know it's it, not always us shoving an offer down somebody's throat and expecting them to respond 
Yeah. They have to come to you when it's appropriate for them. That's the whole point of this, of this podcast right there. The salsa recipe play. There you go. Yeah. I'm just, would dub it that. the point was we nurtured this guy over the long term. We didn't pitch him anything. Well, he probably went into some of our like campaigns. He probably received offers at some point. He, yeah. He got offers in there and stuff, but he finally bubbled up. And but the offers weren't, re- weren't relative to him because he was already experiencing the solution to his problem. Right. But the other the trainer, solution goes away. The problem arises again. The problem's back. He went to the individuals that proved to him, they built rapport, that he liked, trusted, and respected the information you brought forth. You guys positioned yourselves as the resident experts in the area. Mm -hmm. And look at it. The system did exactly what it's designed to do. Yep. It's a system. And we were doing this, this is several years ago. We've been doing it that long. And the unfortunate thing is even today, 2019, there's gym owners that don't even have a CRM. I mean, if your email says Gmail, I mean, yeah, there's definitely... Domain. Yeah, if you're still using domain-based, non-domain-based email, there's opportunity, guys. Like, you can't even step into a CRM without a, a domain, or a lot of domain, yeah. or CRMs yeah. without a domain-based email address. Meaning your business name.com. Correct. Yeah. So let's just say you're fusionfitness.com it's brian at fusionfitness.com right that's what we're talking don't about email versus, him. don't email we don't know if that's real i don't know don't, yeah don't email brian i don't know if <laughs> versus brian fusion fitness at gmail.com or at yahoo or hotmail or MSN. and there's something to be said about that if you receive if you as a business owner there's two things right like before i i don't want to rant too much but mm-hmm. i call on appointments set by gym owners there's two things that i just don't understand as a business owner Clear your voicemails, guys. If people are trying to reach you, you need people to be able to get a hold of you. You're in a position to, ex- your job is to exchange money for services. People are trying to get a hold of you for that. Clear your voicemails. And the second one is, it's a simple thing to do. Set up a domain-based email address. If your website isn't, it doesn't have to be beautiful and elaborate and things like that, but own the domain, get an email service. It's, it, they're relatively five affordable, bucks five bucks a month. Yeah. And it what it does for the Again, perceived perception of the marketplace, the individuals that you're reaching out to, and when they see that email address, it has more significance. Mm-hmm. It seems it's like social proof. There's something behind it that's legit. It's not just another free email account that was created. Who knows when? Great point. I'm going to even, it's, so there's probably trainer people on this that are just trainers sure. right now on the podcast listening. We're interviewing right now for a new coach, yes. coach position. Probably the time this comes out, we'll have filled it. So, that's not the point. But the point is we get resumes and on the resume, there's usually an email address. Don't put hot mama 69 at yahoo.com. Why is it always, always 69 <laughs> thrown in them too? Like Why? we've seen a lot like Don't over the last that, few years. It's we've just professionalism. We probably aren't going to look much further. If it's your name with your, with a couple numbers after it, cool. That's fine. Cause obviously a lot of the names yeah, are common taken. names are taken. And, and most likely if you're a personal trainer, you probably, you may or may not have a domain yet, but if you do, cool, make it Brian at, Mm-hmm. Joe at, but yeah, don't be professional with your, <laughs> with your email names. It's more than you think, right? Yeah. And all of it kind of speaks the same way, right? Like on top of the strategies and the things that we're speaking to specifically, mm-hmm. it's the perception of your business in the marketplace. You're building that relationship. Like we talked about the long-term nurture, the content that you're providing on Facebook, what your website says about you, what your email says about you. All of that is a buying factor, hundred percent. And if you don't have the under, like if you're not consciously looking at each of these, you guys, you're probably losing business because of one or multiple aspects that you're, yeah. you're not fulfilling here. So here's your opportunity to raise the bar. Yeah. Grow a little the bit. The bar's pretty sh- low, by the way. Your competitors are 
probably pretty low. Their websites aren't probably that good. Here's yeah, massive competition as far as numbers, quality, different ballgame. The quality of competition in the marketplace. Right. You have competitors, but the quality competitors are You can be very, easily win in your marketplace. Yeah. There's not many markets out there that are just dominated by just big players that are just crushing every aspect. So you have an opportunity. Here's your opportunity. Polish up your websites, polish up your marketing, polish up your email address, little things like that. Have your contact information on your website. You yeah, know, we that, talked that, about that. That's another yeah. one. So you know what we'll do is we'll do a whole episode probably on websites. Sure. We can talk about that. SEO and elements mm-hmm. on websites. But what we're saying is elevate your game, be professional. What you wear in your business as a coach says something. What the experience your clients are getting says something. How you are out on the streets when they, they see you in public says something. The car you drive, the cleanliness of your gym. Put it that we've worked with facilities where on paper, this gym should have crushed, okay. should be absolutely amazing. What we came to find out is that the individual operating mm-hmm. was not the nicest of gentlemen. And some of the places that he had frequented and some of the things oh, that he had said right. and some yeah. of the stuff that had gotten out. Crushed a reputation. His reputation was demolished in his marketplace. So it didn't matter how much money he threw at his marketplace. Everybody knew his town was small enough where yeah. his name was notorious for all of the things he had done. That sucks. What you, I mean, yeah, what do you do? Move? Probably. I mean, if you're going to stay in probably, that business, right? Probably, yeah. But it go, like Tim said, right? If you're in, your reputation matters as much as your business. I see clients daily. At, Everywhere. Out oh, Doesn't, yeah. I can't go anywhere anymore without seeing somebody that was a client, is a client, knows a client, has been to our holiday parties, has been in the gym at one point, knows who I am. I mean, it's just part of the what we're in, the mm-hmm. business we're in. And we're not in a small town. No. By any means. And we could, yeah, so it's just part of it. So we got, we went in two different directions. The episode today was about short-term, long-term marketing, the points of it. We got into a little bit about professionalism here towards the end, but here's the point. We can help you do this. If you guys are interested in getting on a call, if, the, if this sounded interesting to you and you're like, hey, I want, that stuff sounds pretty cool. I wish those guys would do it for me. Happy to do it. We got our content to clients program, our strategy that we actually implement. We're doing right now in several locations. On behalf of our clients, for, for our for, clients. For our clients. As so, well as ourselves. So really what we're going to do, if we decide to work together, we're going to help you create the videos. We're going to brand the videos. We're going to market the videos. We're going to create the post copy. We're going to create the custom audiences. We're going to create an offer towards the end, custom funnel. We're going to drive traffic. We're going to monitor all that stuff. So you don't have to. Split test, optimize, re, you know, yep, tons yep, of it. Yep. So you can have this, long, let's just make this your long-term strategy while you're also pushing offers out. So it's only going to help your other offers do better when you have this other strategy in place. And so if that's something, if you said, hey, guys, sounds awesome. I don't really want to have to do all that stuff. Jump on a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Happy to talk to you, tell you what we're doing, show you some stuff that we are doing. Mm-hmm. And if it's a good fit for you, we'll have you on board. It'll be one of our new clients. I love it. Absolutely. And if not, you, we're going to highlight those areas in your business for you. We're going to help you see the light in some areas, and then you can turn around and do with that what you may. Perfect. Okay. But it's to start in the right direction. Keep crushing, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. Bye. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, I'd love it if you do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. See, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge, huge help and I would be very grateful. Until next time, keep building something great and we'll see you on the next show.